1: You know, by now we start off with how the markets have been performing and throughout the day, uh, Terence Hove has been keeping an eye on the markets and he joins me now. Uh, He's a senior market analyst at XNES to discuss what's been happening uh, on the market scene. Good evening, Terence. Always a pleasure speaking to you. Looks as though uh, US markets came back into the fold today, having been closed yesterday and not doing so well. I wager that a lot of that has to do with NVIDIA. What are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, good evening, Jimmy. Uh, Great to be back on the show. And uh, yeah, it was going to be interesting to see how the return of the U.S. uh, trade would be today, especially given the thin liquidity. Uh, NVIDIA, as you mentioned, uh, is on the cards. Um, They're they're reporting um, their earnings. And I mean, they've been the big tech company uh, with regards to uh, driving the AI frenzy. Uh, and in their earnings, uh, in as much as, you know, we've got the other big tech companies, your uh, Facebook uh, or, you know, your Meta, your Apple, Nvidia has become, you know, a, quite a leading um, uh, tech company in as far as the AI frenzy being a chip maker is concerned. So interesting to see. But I think we also have that um, US FOMC probably speculation starting to go rife with regards to what the FOMC minutes are going to to be um, when they're released um, to tomorrow evening, our time, about nine o'clock, uh, if, if I if I remember correctly. So quite quite an interesting sentiment ar- around the markets at the moment, and of course, um, yeah, the, the, that is a big one to to see if if it's going to come out uh, the way markets are anticipating it.
1: Absolutely. I mean, those FOMC minutes are going to be very much uh, or very interesting to see how the interest rate forecasts are lining up. We had uh, interest rate cuts pegged in for this year. I don't know if we'll get three cuts anymore, if we might only get two. Um, And I think more importantly, when the rate cuts will start. We know that uh, Jay Powell and his team haven't been uh, eager to get this done. They've said very, very clearly that they're not going to be rushed. And the market has time and time again decided to try and anticipate this as you said they've tried to map it out and say they're going to start in q1 or they'll start in in q2 or in the third quarter of the year and each and every time we get it wrong so maybe we just wait for tomorrow listen to what uh, the fed chair says and stop trying to figure it out for ourselves uh terence let's look at some of the market moves throughout the day um i'm having a look at the gold price that's firming up a bit we're seeing that against um all the major currencies really um the the US dollar is uh, slightly weaker against uh, the Japanese yen. Uh, It is stronger against the euro. Actually, it's weaker against the euro and the pound as well. And even the rand. Um, Is this in line with what you're seeing around uh, that Fed conversation that's happening tomorrow is to say uh, US dollar markets are saying maybe we want to wait and see before we get too dollar happy at this stage?
0: yeah i think you summed it up well we we've uh you know got it wrong if i if we being markets in general uh, i think they've been trying to front run the us fed if i can be honest uh overly optimistic with the cut in march um you know expectations of a cut in much i think on one of our conversation uh towards the end of last year we were think we were as uh, forecasting a possible june july uh you know going into that second half of the year interest rate cut so that view still remains and the data is showing that for sure you know uh inflation is still on the upside um though rates have peaked but too soon yet to 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 talk about that but again um the the gold price um yeah it's 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 rebounded uh, quite nicely it was well under pressure um you know in in last week's trade and just breaking through that 2000 barrier um and and that was a very key level um that it uh, b- uh broke through you know from about the 16th uh well much of last week but it's come back strongly as well we still have quite a lot of geopolitical tension that is out there we we saw headlines where the U.S. is, you know, uh, and Biden wants to speak to, to his Republican counterparts to send more aid to to, to Israel and, and to Ukraine as well. So, and again, they're asking um, the Israeli-Hamas conflict to, to, to have a form of truce, but... You know, at the other end, they are still supplying weapons. So geopolitical tension is still pretty high. Um, it's still pretty up there. And of course, uh, if the FOMC come uh, minutes come out, uh, you know, with a dovish tone or tilt, then we are likely to see the precious uh, metal. Um, rallying up even more, but right now that uptrend seems to be quite strong. Although it currently, you know, it's gone down to the softer levels of the day, but it's still much, you know, a buy in as far as the trend that is uh, accumulated at the moment
1: terence i don't know if you keep an eye on uh Supergroup. i saw that they put out a sense announcement uh this morning providing us with a trade or voluntary trading update and the share price hasn't really responded too well to that i mean profits were down uh they cited things around interest rates being a problem there but the share price was down almost 10 percent at one stage today i think it closed down probably about nine or eight percent there um are you are you seeing this, um, if you are keeping an eye on the stock, are you seeing this as uh, s- something to be concerned about at the stage for the business? Yeah, so I
0: haven't delved much uh, in, into the analysis of, of the group, but uh, some of the headlines that... Uh, caught my eye um, during the day was, you know, it it slumped about 6% um, flagging um, uh, pressure, you know, in markets as uh, the UK and Europe. And as you mentioned, um, the high interest rate as uh, is, it's taking a toll. So I, I think the exposure, the interest rate sensitivity from that, you know, seems to be quite high because profits dipped as much as 16%. so So that would say that... It, If interest rates start coming low, uh, probably, you know, they will start stabilizing, but that is indicating that they're quite indebted in terms of what interest rates are doing to their business at the moment. So um, more need to be looked into, but I think they're feeling quite the pinch just from the headlines that caught my eye during the day.
1: Mm. terence what's happening with mtn um I, I haven't seen any sends announcements i see a couple of articles about them expanding into uh, africa but i bring it up because if i have a look at some of the biggest winners and losers of the day uh mtn was down almost five percent for today and it's down below 90 rand i know you and i have spoken about this saying that uh 90 rand to 100 rand was always a good sweet spot to get in on the share but now we're at about 86 rand um is is there something amiss there? Is there? Are they obviously they're still dealing with those uh, Nigerian uh, tax disputes that have been ongoing for quite some time there? But did you see anything new from there? I think I think they almost touched eighty five rand today. Yeah,
0: so MTN is a very interesting um, stock to watch at the moment, and uh, one of the key um, I think uh, points to 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 be mindful of in watching that stock is its its play in Nigeria. So Nigeria has a very uh, a strong effect to 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 that share price, and interestingly, in, in in a conversation as well, um, you'll even find that any shocks that you uh, because Nigeria is such a big, um, uh, exporter, um, of of oil, you know, um, any shocks in in the actual uh, global prices of oil also have an effect uh, to to that share price, and um the oil uh price today has been well under pressure um you know it's down about 1.5% um it, it, for the day's trade but second to that as well if you um if if you recall in uh, the Nigerian uh, central bank announced a change in regime um uh, to 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 their foreign uh, currency exchange uh, from from where it was, you know, heavily controlled by the government. Now it's free floating, and they were hoping that was going to attract a lot more liquidity, and that has had a tremendous effect um, on on the share price of of MTN because of its exposure to to, to Nigeria in general. So those two factors, you know, they, they seem outliers, but they're very significant in the share price of of. Of of MTN and when you see that exchange rate, um, you know um, devaluing even further because liquidity has not been great as the central bank was hoping in Nigeria. You see it, uh, you see MTN, you know, um, feeling um, the, the 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 pinch on that. If you see the oil price going down, you know, significantly in the day trade, you also see c- that f- coming through into the uh, MTN shares.
1: Well, we'll keep an eye on that and see how that story unfolds because I'm interested to see what happens to that share price. I mean, at 86 rand, I think I had a look at it on um, a larger time frame. If we go lower than this and we keep pushing at this rate, we'll come down to possibly even 60 rand is where we were in November of 2020 before this big move back up to 180 rand. So I wonder if we'll come all the way down to 60 rand. Let's look at... uh, Let's finish off on a positive note, right? Let's look at Oslo Mattel. They've been struggling, and today they had a good day. Um, I don't know if it's a, a good enough day to say that the steel sector is doing really well, um, but I mean, to their credit, um, a good day for them as a as a small stock now is, uh, it's not too much, but they're up about 7% there. Um, do you think that that business is, uh, has enough in it left, uh, at least from a steel perspective, to uh, continue uh, making headwinds or to continue doing well i saw that there was um, an announcement around their italian business that just dropped a little while ago as well
0: yeah so uh, this business is, is quite interesting um, at the moment and I, I don't think it's it's unique to themselves in terms of you know some of the challenges that they're facing in an earlier interview that i was listening to the bhp uh, built-in uh, ceo again they are also facing uh, some challenges in 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 the steel um, industry and for us uh, in particular when it comes to the to the south african market you know that's even compounded with um with the logistics issue as well as later on when when you speak with the with the kumba um ceo that that has been a big factor as well i think on their side they've actually scaled down production to try and match um what goes out on the logistical uh, network that is currently functional to to the capacity that they can have. So that has had a big effect again, um, you know, on ASOMETAL. And um un- unfortunately, if that is is not rectified given the, the global backdrop, the you know, the global microeconomic situation at the moment, the slowdown in China in their property market you know, the the business is going to be constrained for, for a little bit longer than we're anticipating at the moment. But at least if some factors, you know, are, are, are done right, you, you know, it improves the, the outlook a little bit, but not overly so much so. Because we do know one of the biggest consumers, um, you know, is China and their property market in particular. But we that uh, particular um, segment has been well under pressure.
1: Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, I had a look at that um, it- Italian announcement. It looks as though the Italian uh, operations have been placed under special administration, and ArcelorMittal Metal is not very happy with that. But we'll keep an eye on that and other stories. Thanks so much for the time, Terrence. Uh, we're going to have to leave it at that. Uh, that was Terrence Hove, who's a senior market analyst at XNS, joining me to discuss some of the market movements throughout the day, as well as his thoughts on some of the local counters we have.